Why, Heidi? Because she has the range. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Pot of the Pops. The podcast for reliving and reloving your pop culture moments. Season two. The Sugar Babes. One girl in, one girl out. That's right, the solo careers. <laughs> Welcome back to Pod of the Pops, the podcast that relives and reloves your favourite pop culture moments. We talk girl bands all the time, finding the seriousness in the most fun of stories. Now, This is our second part, it's our Heidi week. So we've already talked about Heidi Range joining the Sugar Babes and now we're gonna deep dive into her solo career. So before we go into Heidi's solo career, let's take a little look back at how Heidi became Heidi. Got a little quiz. Okay. There are two bands Heidi is in before she becomes a babe. Oh. I know you already know the one, Karen. Does one know? I, I don't do. Know if you, oh, mm-hmm. you do. Atomic kitten. Of course, we are going to discuss in depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've already mentioned them so much. Do you know what other band she auditioned for but was rejected from because she was too young? I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh, well done, Karen. Karen got her monocle and magnifying glass don't out be to so her surprised. If I gave you a clue, Lauren. I think I probably, I think I've, re- I've read it, but I can't quite remember. If I said, for well, the listeners at home, let them join in with guessing. Okay. They did Eurovision in 2000. Is this the same band that did, oh, I can't, you can't No. no. So you're doing the sign of a pizza hut, a pizza uh-huh. hut, which is fast food rockers. Oh, God. But I know who the band are. Scooch. Scooch. Indeed. Scooch. What did they sing? Uh, um, Eurovision. They sang. Mate, you're looking at me like I watch Eurovision. Oh, they sang one of the best entries ever, which was, We're flying the flag all over the oh, world. Oh, oh, oh. It was one of the brightest songs, I think, of all time. And they had little trolleys that they pushed, and because they, they, they were all done like flight attendants, because we're like, we're flying the flag all over the world. We're flying the flag for you. And there was loads of innuendo as well. So like over the chorus, they'd be like, would you like something to suck on landing, sir? Mm. Uh, it was... <laughs> very class A. Wow. And then the little trolleys, they pushed them around, they turned them around, they did all the like, props, and then there was like flags over them of all the different countries. It was super inclusive. Oh, and they Jesus. kind of looked like steps in latex. <laughs> now, Heidi missed out. She clearly did, yes. No, she absolutely I think did not. she dodged a bullet. She dodged a big <laughs> bullet. She dodged a plane-sized bullet. <laughs> she was rejected for being too young. But as you did say, Karen, she did get into Atomic Kitten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some discussion about whether it was really Atomic Kitten, but it is basically a band with Kerry, mm-hmm. Katona, yeah. and Liz McClellan for eight months. Right. So all ladies of Liverpool. That's a long time in pop career. So she left two years before releasing any material, okay. but they did record the album together. So there are demos out there with her on some of the songs from the album, like See Ya and... Yeah. I don't think she's on hold again. I think she did say she recorded it with her on hold again, though. I'm sure mm. I've read that somewhere. I wonder if she's the talking part. Well, no, the original version of Hold Again is only Kerry talking, the verses. Oh. The other girls don't sing. Neither does Kerry. They only just sing the chorus. Okay. So who sings the verses? Kerry speaks them. All the verses? Yeah. Like, it's a totally different song? Do you want me to play it? 
I'm quite tempted. Yeah, go for it. I mean, this is the Heidi. We are here to celebrate Heidi's solo You've got career. other Liverpudlian women, although I know Kerry She isn't. would be happy to support ladies of Liverpool. Although Kerry is from Warrington, so not quite Liverpool. It's close enough. We apologise to all the Liverpudlians we are uh, insulting. Duly insulting. Sorry. I'm never going to get on the Ladies of Liverpool podcast now. Oh. I really like it and I'm not sure who the woman is. I think she must be a radio presenter though. She is, yeah. Maybe I can do it next time I'm at Hot Water. Because that's all Liverpool. Hold again, only Kerry's vocals. She's coming, she missed that one. <laughs> She's smoking a fag, so. <laughs> Put your drink down, Kerry. <laughs> They just sing the song. They just sing, they just sing over the top, no? No, she doesn't. That she only talks at the end. Can Kerry sing? Well, I will not have her slanted for no, reading vocals at the top of a track, you know, like I always do with the podcast. And she'd be very young at this point as well. I will say, I think it's an absolute gift to be able to speak a song out of tune. That is <laughs> a real... That's a special talent. She is reading picturely. That is yeah. a real skill. That's not number one material. No. I really want to take a moment here to just applaud Heidi for how brave that must have been at a young age. She didn't get into scooch, so then she's thinking, oh, maybe I lost my big break. Then she gets into Atomic Kitten, and then all of a sudden she's like, this isn't the right musical direction for me, and she leaves. I mean, that is courageous. Well, she does it because she doesn't like the material. She says she wanted to be more urban R&B, which she becomes of course, yeah. for a while. But how many times have we sat in jobs that we've not enjoyed just yeah. because we're getting paid or because we don't know what to do or we're yeah. unsure about taking that leap? Yeah, true. Mm. And it pays off. There you go. She took a risk and it worked out for I her. I mean, look at Michelle Stevenson. She's still waiting. Yeah, but she took the risk. It was just a mistake. Is that a mistake? Like, I didn't know that Atomic Kitten weren't going to be the next Spice Girls. Yeah. It's true, it's true. So Michelle Stevenson jumped and it was a big mistake. Heidi jumped, well done. <laughs> well, this is what she says, because I think it's quite nice what she says to the Daily Mirror. She says, I was an atomic kitten when I was only 15. I used to, I'm not going to do the accent. <laughs> no, don't, please. I used to come from school in my uniform and go straight to recordings and rehearsals, which is exactly what the first iteration of the Sugar Babes did as well. So she yes. has that shared experience with them. She understands yes. that yeah. point of view. And she's hustled from a young age. Yeah. I was the baby of the bunch, but Kerry really took me under her wing and looked after me. It was almost like having another mum. I think it's nice. You don't hear nice nice stories about Kerry very often. I left her after a while to do my own thing, but I'm still friends with Kerry and I really appreciate what she did for me. I don't think she's still friends with her now. Not now. (laughs) We met up the other day and I saw baby Molly and Brian. So this is a while. This is after Kerry has left. jeez, Molly's like almost 20. Okay, so it's 20 years ago. (laughs) 
Ariel's looking fantastic and she's over the moon about having another baby. I'm really happy for her as she's such a lovely, genuine person and it's nice to see that she's getting on so well. I mean, obviously this dates this interview, she's not getting on well, but yeah. you know, I have a theory. Yeah. About why Heidi left Atomic Kitten. Okay. What if Heidi just can't dance? <laughs> Were there songs? Oh, Atomic Kitten are jumping. They're really in your face. Like, oh, we know she can dance now. Baby seat. No, she can do the sugar shuffle. She, mate, she's doing the bloody squats. <laughs> well, later in Sweet Seven, she's forced to dance. But at this point, maybe she's like, look, I've seen this girl band, the Sugar Babes. They do a shuffle. That's the they choreography sing and for they me. Shuffle and that's and that's. I can so switch funny. a leg. I can turn my head. I don't want to be doing this atomic kitten jumping about. They're moody in videos. They don't have to do all that much talking. Leave that to Kerry. Let me sit on the chair. Because <laughs> oh, I can't imagine Heidi would have been a good kitten. I think she's a great sugar babe. I love her as a sugar babe. She's one of my favourites. Yeah. She's right up there with Keisha, Siobhan, Mutcher, Omel, and Jade. <laughs> Top tier for me. Right. I can't see her being a good atomic king because she's not that really all up the masses. <laughs> they were all really in your face, and they all have to be really energized and animated all the time, yeah, running about. It's true, it's true. And Heidi's not like that. She's, she's going to put on her little. She's going to have her hair tied up in a little grungy t-shirt. I yes. think you're underestimating her. Right. Well, she's a comedian. She's got the range, but she likes a ballad. Yeah. She loves a ballad. She loves a little cry. Yeah. You're not going to get that in Atomic Kitten. Whole again would have been perfect for her though. Oh, she has got a nice voice for it. Mm. So she leaves Atomic Kitten, but is instantly, pretty much, poached by a manager for a solo deal. So she moves to London at 16. Wow. I mean, that's brave. It took me until yeah. I was... <laughs> I did it. And also back then, you know, you didn't really have the easy means of communicating with your family. And yeah. Like, that's so brave. She is an absolute home bird as well. Like, yeah. she does love her mum. And her gran. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, the gran yeah, story. that's quite sad now. So she's offered a solo deal with Stock, Aitken and Waterman. Oh, Waterman? As in Pete Waterman? Yeah. Wow, huge. So they were a huge... They were the team behind Kylie Minogue, Bananarama, yep. Rick Astley. Hearsay. <laughs> Did they do them? I'm not sure, but he You're was, right. He was on Pop Idol, wasn't he? As a judge. Or, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was that not pop stars? Both. Right, Both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think. The thing is, this is 1999. So although they were huge in the 80s, yeah. they haven't really had a hit since 1993. Right. And we have found... So at time of recording, well done, Lauren, three Heidi Range demos have appeared on Spotify. I don't know when. It's in the last couple of weeks because I searched her name and there was nothing. Yeah. And then you found them yesterday. And I was like, um, what are these? <laughs> um, hello. We don't know whether they'll still be there when this is out. I know. But we, I say go there for a treat. If you want to know yeah. what Kylie Minogue was rejecting from albums in 1999, then that is what you'll find. <laughs> yep. So true. They are stock 80s, stock 8 and Waterman. But it's a treat to hear her singing. Yeah, by herself, doing her own thing. Well, she's convinced not to stay with that. So she then gets offered another solo deal with Eternal's manager, which she's about to take when she's advised by a lawyer, I think she said, in the Ladies of Liverpool podcast. Yes. Gave me so much knowledge. <laughs> to go for the Sugar Babes audition instead. Yeah, which so, was a good choice. Picture the scene. You're 16 years old. You've been offered two solo deals that you've walked away from. Yeah. A girl band deal and an album, 
you've walked away from. And now you're in another girl band. Yeah. Is Heidi Range secretly the most talented person on the planet and we've never known it? Possibly. Or can she not dance and she keeps shitting herself? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's like, um, you know, is it in the Spice World movie where they're like, they've got the one girl who's got this dream of becoming an Olympic sports star. If only she had a set of skis. (laughs) Is that what Heidi is? She's got this dream of being a pop star. If only she could do more than shuffle. <laughs> but she obviously was definitely at sixteen. She was. She had a special spark. She was. A lot of people saw potential in her. I hope that spark is not the spark that they saw in Cheryl Cole at the pop stars' arrivals audition. Oh. That lechy. Gosh, isn't she but beautiful? But also moment. that audition, they made out as if Cheryl was the best singer they had ever. When it was really just seen. her look. That yeah. Well, it was just a bit average. The singing wasn't it. She was no Nadine. No. No and deal. still isn't. So that is how she became Heidi. Then when she's left the Sugar Babes, Heidi does not get the strongest exit from the Sugar Babes. She gets all of my sympathy cards. Yeah. Can we talk relationships? Oh, yeah. Oh, let's go for it. So Heidi is engaged to MTV presenter Dave Berry. Where does he? For what feels like ages. Radio? Is he I think he does. Is he? Okay. Uh, Capital? Or okay, right, right, yeah. And they always seem totally cute together. Mm-hmm. In every interview with the Sugar Babes, they tease her. She's such a little homebird, and she's yeah. like really relationshipy, yeah. like totally nice, reliable. It's pure cuteness. Yeah. They split up. It's a shame. Literally within months of well, the, the freedom was... single not going anywhere. Yeah, the wedding yeah. was twenty twelve, and they they separated in the twenty eleven. Mm. So you wonder if it's just the pressure or. So that was interesting in that podcast interview because she was asked about dancing on ice that she did soon after splitting out and she was and she was asking for her memories of it and she was like if i'm honest i have zero memories it was all a blur yeah 11 years i'd been in sugar babes i left and then my relationship and so it was, much of what she knew had just gone suddenly disintegrated. well also because it was the big dream as well like she had a vera wang wedding dress lined up so then when she was asked about it in a magazine she said I haven't tried any yet but when I did a gig in Barbados with the Sugar Babes Vera Wang's daughter came up to me and said my mum was at the gig and she'd love to make you a wedding dress which I can imagine for Heidi like that's the dream that's her own you know she's just a little lover puddling girl you know big dreams the split is said to have been amicable at the time there were no third parties involved and they will make no further statement on the issue. Right. Until Dave Berry did on his Twitter page. Oh, <laughs> and oh. wrote about being out with people. Oh. Although that was in the day mail, so fan fiction. There were a few stories around at the time that he was cheating a bit. There's nothing substantiated. I don't know. Yeah. I, oh, I don't know. Would she have written a big breakup ballad about it or would she have just kept herself quiet? I feel like she would have just kept herself quiet. But that, I think that so was too. 2011, yeah. so that's kind of the, almost the end of the Sugar Babes, isn't it? So oh, the, no, the Sugar Babes are. This is why I think Heidi gets the worst ride. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the Sugar Babes end, everything she's known for the last 11 years is over. Yeah. yeah. And her relationship of the last eight years, where she was getting married in a Vera Wang dress, is over. And she's that's, that's set afloat a bit. Crazy, yeah, it's quite sad. And so I, she really gets all of my sympathy cards. And they split the same winter they were meant to get married. Wow. It's announced via Twitter. She's very forward-thinking of Heidi yeah. in 2011. 
it reminds me a bit of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Do you remember when they were due to get married and then she didn't like the day before or something and it seemed to come totally out of the blue because they were such a it couple was, couple. Are, they'd become so iconic, like Benifer. So the shoe babes are pretty much over. After that, it's heartbreak work. What do you do when you go through a breakup? Get into bed with a bottle of wine. Straight out of the gates, 2011, Heidi Range becomes the face of a wine. Does she really? No way. Move over Kylie Minogue Rose. Heidi is here first. Wow. Ian J. Gallo announced her as the summer face of their summer red. Oh. What a pairing. <laughs> wow. It's a lovely wine. Over 10% and under £7. Which <laughs> we all know is my guide. 6 99 precisely. And 10.5% to be specific. It would have worked even better if she was Heidi Berry, wouldn't it? <laughs> Though I'm about to say, wine is not made out of berries, it's made out of grapes. Never mind. Oh, she's specific. I know. God, oh. so I didn't know you lived in Echo Falls. <laughs> so it is a chilled red wine. Classy. I didn't know red wine was made to be chilled, but my dad did always keep it in the fridge. So, <laughs> because it's a red wine, Heidi turns her signature blonde locks into red hair. I'm pretty sure that it's a wig. I'm going to show it to you. I'm pretty sure it's not a good wig. And we can put this in the lookbook, of course. We will check it in the lookbook. So she's also all in red. They've got a little red light on her. She looks happy. Maybe you could put your brightness up on your phone. Oh, for goodness sake. I'm saving my Jeez, it's charging. I know. Oh my God, I'm blinded. Oh, um. That's very red. That's a bad wig. It's not the best photos. Oh dear. Chilled red. So she's she chill- Oh my god, red, it's a chilled red. 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 It's a chilled red, so she's chilling on the red bed. Yeah, you know she's what? She's caught up in the red bed. Why did they why she's so happy with it? Why find the red wig? Like seriously. Because she's serving chilled red wine. But no. And she's got a necklace that says summer red. Oh, oh god. Everything's red. It's, it's very 90s look, actually, yeah. isn't it? Everything matching. Well, yeah. What would have really stood out if she'd say she'd been in like a white dress and then she had this bottle of red? You know, like something that actually would... <laughs> or if she was laid out on the bed with a red wig, a white dress, and then spills of red wine yeah. all down her dress. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Victoria Beckham was doing the posh crisps for Walkers, the sensations? Yes. No! Yeah, like, how do like, I not remember? Like years ago, posh crisps. It was, that was a whole thing. I do not. This is I remember that. Me by. Yeah. Okay, well she did that, these crisps, right? And they were lamb with mint sauce. They were delicious. Classic. <laughs> but they've stopped. Back to the chilled red wine. Not everybody has that. It's great to be enjoyed chill. This new fruity and refreshing wine has a taste profile that is accessible to non-red wine drinkers. Oh. And it's the perfect vehicle. For if you're drinking and driving a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pure choice of words, right? And it's the perfect vehicle for bringing new customers to the red wine category. We are delighted with Heidi's involvement in the summer red campaign as she resonates with our key audience, <laughs> aka gays like me are mostly rose. Because <laughs> believe I was a gallo girl. As you know, I've grown into a red wine drinker and wouldn't dream of drinking it chilled. I feel like a lot of people oh. feel like you never chill red wine. Oh my God, that's a full on lie. Because I've just had a flashback to this Sunday when I was at my friend Emma's and she'd accidentally put a red wine in the fridge. Uh-huh. And I was like, I ain't got time to wait for it to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, she'd, so Steve had bought a bottle with a cork in it. Right. How? I do not know. And we couldn't get the oh, cork Because we didn't have a cork skill, oh. a corkscrew. <laughs> So now I can get a corkscrew 
out of a bottle with just a pen and my teeth. Whoa. He's got the skills. So Gallo, if you are looking to collaborate, there you go. I'm your go. So after selling red wine, Red what? wine. That's what I... I don't know Yeah, I keep thinking of that. What about a girl? It's red wine. Yeah. I get it. Well, once you've been chilling red wine, what would you then go and chill on? A, a red sofa? Ice. She's oh, I see what you did. Turned her cold heart to stone. She goes to dancing on ice. Oh, I thought you meant she was going to sponsor ice. I was like, <laughs> what? Heidi Range that's Ice a, Range. That's a thing. Like, you can buy ice for a promotional... Yeah, you can buy Heidi Range Ice Range at the range. 2012, she's just dancing on ice. She's paired with Sylvain Longbacham, but she broke his arm. Well, he had an injury, but I prefer the idea that she just lost her shit and broke his arm. She loves trading members, so makes sense for her to trade dancers. Please don't sue us, Heidi. (laughs) She won't sue me. We're friends, in my mind. You're about as much friends as her and Kerry Katona now. Oh, this is true. She's stunning here. Yeah, she is. At this time, she is dressed up like a doll. Think of her like big hair, she's in sequins. Well, she's thinking, fuck you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the Ladies of Liverpool podcast, thank you for your in-depth interview. Yeah. She says she has barely any recollection of this, in particular, like at that time. But she's so anxious. But she just yeah. looks like a fucking babe, so good to Oh, her. 100%. Because yeah. she goes on the tour as well. So she comes in seventh, which is not bad, it's not to be sniffed at. It is well enough to go on the tour, which I think that's where the money is. That's the owner yeah. is going on the well, tour. Well, it's raising your profile as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But she said she really couldn't enjoy it because she was in such a weird place emotionally. That's understandable. It must be so hard. Yeah. Dancing on Ice is a funny one because they've now, I'm sure they're the ones that have now stopped the tour. Like, I mean, obviously with COVID, but, but before that, they had poor ticket sales. So they had to stop, you know, the, like the arena tours. Yeah, probably. Even from 10 years ago, the media and the medium is all just so different, you know, to what you maybe promote yeah. or, or yeah. how you make money. It's just so changing. Yeah. You know, so it changing. lost out a lot to Strictly, didn't it? Like, also, people like, li- yeah. love Strictly, but I don't know, Dancing on Ice. It's harder. It's harder, and so they don't look as good. And maybe you don't get the celebrities as easy because it's harder. Yeah, because they don't want to be spending all their time with their sitting on ice. I wouldn't want to break my arm on ice. No. I mean, because she said in the podcast that she would love to do Strictly. Like, that's her... Yeah. That's her only career dream left, really, would be to do that. But because she's got a little daughter and she'd love to see her in all those dresses, and she sort of missed out on those Mm -hmm. moments. But this is a plea... To the casting directors of Strictly out there. And we know you're listening. Don't worry about us. I mean, if you want to put us in, we'll take it. Yeah, sure, we could do with the money. But don't worry about us. This is a plea for Heidi Range to be in the next... Actually, not the next series, because we're really crap because of COVID. To be in the 2021 (laughs) series, where she can properly enjoy it. And she can wear the nice dresses. And then maybe, just maybe, we can have an eighth Sugar Babes album with original member Heidi Range. Oh, so, um, so, so scandalous. <laughs> Excuse me. I think she isn't technically... Listen, she was in it for a long time. Fair play to She's her. in it more than Siobhan. Yeah. Are we doing this now? Are yeah. we doing this now? Let me get my gloves on. Oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus. Heidi is in it more. She has all the number ones. Yeah. She has all the number ones. Yep. Siobhan's got none of the number ones. Yeah. Siobhan built the pond. Heidi merely swam in it. What? Siobhan built the pond. Heidi is the pond. <laughs> that makes, the metaphor has disintegration. <laughs> no, no, I just feel this. like Heidi represented. I recognise her voice. Not that I don't recognise Siobhan's, but I recognise her voice as I a agree, but you know, why And I we... think she drove the direction of it. Yeah, I agree. But you know, why are we sitting here pitting two women against each other? We're why not. don't we just... 
appreciate and love both of them for their individual talents and recognise they both made outstanding contributions to what we now know, the Sugar Babes. Thank you. I'll take the Oscar. <laughs> yeah. This is a plea for the six Sugar Babes to reunite in an ultimate Sugar Babe tour. That would actually be great. Of all six of them. I mean, could the egos take it? I don't know. But it would I be will good. host. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we? Sorry, Heidi's rage. <laughs> 2013, she does Celebrity Master Chef. She got booted off first. Ouch. She made sea bass noodles, and the Shropshire star describes her efforts as totally resistible. Resistible? Oh, wow. She has all the culinary imagination of a member of the cannibalistic Carib tribe of the Lesser Antilles. What? I don't know them. I guess they are not such great cooks. (laughs) Wow. What comparison? What? Who knows? That was the... What did I say who wrote that? Oh, the Shropshire star. Okay. They're going in hard there. Yeah, they yeah. are. So, not being a chef, she then goes into theatre. She lands the lead role of Pinky Tuscadero in a Happy Days musical touring the UK. Oh. Do you remember Happy Days? Is that where my Sunday. name's from? Oh, Karen? No, your name is from accosting managers at supermarkets. <laughs> no, my middle name? Oh, Fawns? No, Fonzie is... Yeah, Fonzie is in Happy Days. Yeah, I didn't know that was your middle name. (laughs) It's not. It's Fonz like the deer. I didn't know there was a deer called Fonz. (laughs) Like a fawn, like a baby... Like the colour brown fawn. (laughs) You have no idea. You don't have the palette that we have. Uh, What? The The colour palette. (laughs) Well, I do know is the Happy Days musical is based on the ABC TV series as the kids plan to save Arnold from demolition by hosting a dance contest and wrestling match. Sounds realistic. Sounds rad. (laughs) I'm sorry, but TV shows ruined my childhood's ability on how I thought I could save the planet. Yeah. Like, I just thought all you had to do was have a bake sale and suddenly the tigers would live. (laughs) I thought every fundraising situation could be improved by a car wash or topless calendar. Yeah. Which is how I ended up making a topless calendar at uni of the football team and then we couldn't afford to actually make it and they thought I'd just take naked pictures of them. You probably had, to be fair. I did have them on my computer for a while. (laughs) Please don't sue. Please don't sue. None of them can sue. They all agreed because I kept the consent forms. Oh my God. Well, it's fitting because the show got its start after the producers raised 250,000 through Cedars fundraising. Okay. So it's unlike Kickstart, or where investors are rewarded with gifts, Cedars is equity crowdfunding where the investors receive actual financial returns. Okay. In this case, 25% of the profits. I am just thinking now, in the light of, I don't know if you know this, but there's like a global pandemic called Corona. Oh, yeah. Has it? Have, oh, it yeah. have you read it? Oh, it's not just, you know, changed everything about everyone's lives. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you're aware, but there is no arts industry anymore because apparently it's not really worth funding. And really, we just need more Witherspoons. Yeah. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I wonder if this is a way things will go, maybe not immediately, but further down the line. Maybe. If you're not going to get governmental support to get theatres and stuff running, whether you'll get things like these cedars and kickstarters. So these theatres that are closed now, whether they will be sold off to bigger investment funds like this or something. Oh God, who knows what will happen. It's it's a possibility. She stars alongside Ben Freeman and Cheryl Baker of Bucks Fizz fame. Making your mind up. I mean, her early work sounded very Bucks Fizz. Yeah. <laughs> she visits all the best sites of the UK. Southend, Woking, Sunderland. Oof. Weren't you in Sunderland's on tour for ages? I, I literally have been to all of these places. Yes? Sure. Oh, girl, yeah. I don't think I haven't. 
<laughs> I actually feel sad now reading because I've obviously written this script a while ago before the industry was completely gutted. Yeah. And now taking the piss out doesn't even feel right. It doesn't because feel right. what I would give to go on a tour South End Woking and Sunderland in a Woking row. Woking is nice. I would go to those three in a row even though they are not equidistant. No, I know. And listen, I've been on tours where that is the case. Oh, you want to ping pong across the UK? <laughs> you want to talk to me about stand-up comedy? You're never, it's never done like that. Uh, back to the Happy Days musical. But back to the Happy Days of 2013. Uh, Wales Online gave it three stars, saying she did a gallant job with what she was given. <laughs> She's trying her best. They're being blue there. Yeah. Being blue. That's blue like that blue. bloody pins compliment. Yeah. Compliment, isn't it, to Siobhan? Yeah. Yeah. She's got a lovely pair of pipes and some pins. <laughs> they say she oozed sex appeal. Oh, there you go. Sadly, despite some enthusiastic dance numbers, the best thing about her was the incredible folding set. <laughs> wow. Okay. Who doesn't go to the theatre for the set? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. Just, just, you know, bad mouth, uh, one of my career choices. Fine webs. No, I'm joking. In 2016, she was back into musicals. She appears in the West End. Does in she? In the musical version of War of the Worlds. Ah. The musical inspired by the famous H.G. Wells novel of the same name. At the Dominion Theatre. Mm-hmm. So she's done pop. She's done Happy Days. She's done a classic. Yeah. What's Heidi got? Red wine. The rain. <laughs> Oh. Red wine. She's got the range. <laughs> That's what joke. you were gonna say. Yep, That's the joke. Okay. Yep. Karen loves to just kill a joke. Kill your. Well, you've already made that joke. Four to times. Be fair. Yeah. Comedy is all about repetition. She stars alongside. And I'm really excited to say this. Daniel Bedingfield. Wow. I tried to find some reviews of Heidi, but there's no real mention of her. I don't know how big the part is. I don't know what her role was, whether she was lead female or whether she was chorus girl or whether she was a violinist in the (laughs) orchestra pit. (laughs) The Telegraph described both her and Daniel as fine within that narrow range. Oh. Who doesn't love fine? Who doesn't want to take fine? Fine. The overall production has potential to become a kitsch cult classic B-movie so bad it's delicious. Okay. What's on stage, Henry Hitchens said, the deafening music lacks any tonal variation. It's like being hit over the head again and again with a hammer. Oh, so not so good. Then they also say, David Essex is the voice of humanity, which for humanity is not good news. (laughs) Oh, dear. So we started with a sad Heidi story. So I want to Cinderella it and give her a happy ending. Yeah. Heidi marries her prince. She marries Axe Patakis and they have a fairy tale Italian wedding. Lovely. Lauren, do you want to see the dress? I do want to see the dress. Oh, Oh, do you know what that is very much like? (laughs) I'm getting um, Kate Middleton vibes. Yes, it is. She's got the long lace sleeve and then the um, sweetheart neckline. Oh, she looks beautiful. She looks so happy. Yeah. And that is a very royal, very old-fashioned veil, I would say. Yeah. With the lace and how very long it is. The lace on the side of it. That's lovely. Yeah. She looks stunning. She looks happy. He's fit. It's why he's a ride. Yeah. Yeah. I'd ride him into battle. (laughs) (laughs) And it's in a lovely outdoor sort of venue. Very Italian, traditional. Look how tiny her waist and like. Yeah. Yeah. She's posing. She's posing up a storm. But like also just like it's very, yeah, very traditional, modest. It's like a big A-line. I wonder if this is before or after Kate Middleton's dress. I'm going to guess 
after. It's after, yeah. It's 2014, uh, is it not? Is that what I just said? When was... Um, oh, said 2011. Oh, was it? So yeah, yeah. Defo, yeah. Defo, Defo. But I reckon after her wedding, they would have not have inspired dresses by Kate Middleton. A hundred, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. By Suzanne Neville. She didn't get the Vera Wang, but when you look that good, who cares? Yeah, no. exactly. Not that that's the most important thing about her. She's also got a great hustler attitude. Yeah. And she's got a great vocal. And she's a dead nice person. By the side, yeah, like, I have to say, listening to her talk in that interview, I was like, oh, she just seems, like, really down to earth. Yeah, there's nice. not any massive scandals with her, you no. know? She's she... pretty bubblegum sweet. Honestly yeah. seems so nice. So, let, like, so I'll just finish this about her wedding and then I'll, we'll carry that on. So, she they're set up by her personal trainer. I couldn't find that much out about him. He works in business or something. They had their daughter, Aurelia, as we said. She's been a happy full-time mum since. Dips her toe occasionally in events. But other than that, all she does is podcasts, like the Ladies of Liverpool podcast. And she also features regularly on Kate Thornton's Wine Time Question Time. I've seen her White on... Wine Question Time podcast. Oh, yes, that's right. With, like, Kate Thornton's friends. Yes. And you know... Like, she... it's like Clemmy Alcott, the skier. Yes, and, so, and yeah. um, is it Angela Davis, the... She used to be in the soaps and she was in Holbeach. Yeah, she's like this actress. Yeah. Lots of the loose women. Yeah. Um, Kate Thornton, there's a kind of blast from the past. Remember, she was kind of publicly sacked from... X Factor. X Factor, and it kind of just... I yeah. know what happened to her career after that. Yeah, was icy. Um, I mean, she's still working. And, yeah. Um, okay, so seen... she's doing fun. She's done fun, fun little things. Well, the reason things. why I say it is because I only tune in to White Wine Question Time for Heidi Range, oh. just in case she's going to spill some sugar baked tea. Oh gosh, she's just so nice. The amount of time she's cried on that podcast over something nice, like, oh, I just remember when you had the baby, Lisa Faulkner, and I just, I was just so happy for you. Like, she cries at the drop of a hat. Like, she's so oh. emotionally invested in other people's good news oh, like it's her. just it's oh she's Sweet. honestly a charm yeah. Yeah. I've seen her on Loose Women a few times as Has well she? yeah Heidi Rain crying she's been she's just, she just seems really nice that, yeah. I mean that's all I don't have anything I can imagine say. though having done everything that she's done yeah. and all the things that she's been through like with the band and all the, the hate about the rivalries and the yeah. riffs and stuff yeah. still coming out of that and just genuinely not having a bad word to say about anyone yeah. like when she talks about a time in the band she's always oh when I was with the girls like, or, it's just it's just such warmth yeah yes. or that professionalism that she has because obviously yeah. there will be things that have gone on etc but she knows what to separate and I think that's what's always made her stand apart her yeah. professionalism from a very young age I mean there must be gossip about Atomic Kitten even Scooch you know she'd all never the thi- say it yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd never so get her doing it ha- hats, hats off to her I think we can all afford to be more Heidi. Yeah. In light of that, if we were going to give her a babe name, based on her characteristics, a foray at cooking, a foray on the ice, she's a wine, she's a red lady. Red wine. She's very Little Miss Nice Spice. Nice. But that's so... Nice Spice. Do we have a Nice Spice? I I just think that's so nice. I would like Warm Babe or like Sweeter Sugar Babe. Sweet yeah. as sugar, babe. I like Sweet that. Sweet as sugar, babe, yeah. Because she just seems like such a charm. Yeah, that's Definitely. true. Well, that is the Heidi episode. 
Remember, if you want to catch up on any of our past episodes or future episodes, hit the subscribe button. You can hear all of series one where we deep dive into the solo careers of the Spice Girls. It's all available now. If you want more content from us, you can join us on our Sugar Patreon. <laughs> you can be our Sugar Mamas and Sugar Daddies. Unlock lots of exclusive content just for you, bays. Otherwise, you can join us on our social medias where we'll put up the pictures and videos that we've discussed in this episode. Part of the pops at all social platforms. Thank you. Love it. Uh, otherwise, we will be back with our next episode, which will be looking at Mutia Buena and also the girls' career through their fourth album. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you later, babes. Laters. No, I didn't. Me and my friend had it and watched it sleep over. It's a team movie, but it was quite enjoyable. I just dropped my phone. <laughs> yeah, I need to stand up for a minute, Marsh. My back is broken. But we need to plow through time. We're okay, I'm just starting to Marsh for 10 seconds.